Welcome, everyone, to the MetSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Cast Clinical Consulting and Everable Marketing, the go-to resource to learn the latest hacks and the best practices for marketing and growing a profitable medical aesthetics practice. I'm your host, Luis Trevino, and I'm joined today with our co-host, Cassie Craig. What's going on, everyone? Uh, welcome to the 19th episode of the Mets Ball Accelerator podcast. I'm Luis Trevino, and I'm joined with our co-host, Cassie Craig. And today, we're going to talk about an easy way that we've actually been testing for quite some time with our clients now, how you can actually get an influx of cash without spending $0 on ad spend. So again, $0 on ad spend, right? Uh, with using reactivation. And so I'll talk a little bit more about how that works, right? And uh, so a lot of this comes back down to, Cassie, this is something that you and I have been talking about for, 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 for a while now, where a lot of people focus in on the front end funnel. Like they want new patients, they want new leads. And I think when people get the cool scoping machine or even just the new machine in general, it doesn't have to be cool scoping. Like the reps always tell them like, oh, well, you need a you need to get like your, your current existing database and you need to get them to come and buy. And then a lot of people reach out to me when they're like, well, you know what? I exhausted my database and I need to get new patients. And that's your front end of the funnel. And that's something, you know, obviously you do really, really well. But the conversation we've been having recently has been like, well, what about our back end of the funnel? And that's the thing. Like a lot of people don't focus in on the back end and it's like, well, hey, how can I drive the lifetime customer value of the patients that I already have. Because in order for you to have a successful business, not only do you need to focus in on getting new patients every single day, but you need to focus on keeping the patients that you've already paid to acquire. And so Cass, I mean, what do you, what do you think about? No, it's, 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 I was um, actually laughing. I did a training with a doctor's office this week and it's like, you know, it, it kind of just circles around this thing. Like we, we listen to things and we try new things and, and everybody's advice is just get more patients, just make better ads. And so it's always very vague. So we, I'm going to kind of play and I'm not playing a part. I'm going to, you know, you need to give me the reactivation for dummies or however I can pull because my uh, marketing budget runs fairly high. I don't want to increase it, but I do want yeah. more patience. So now I'm looking at creative ways to make more money out of what I'm already spending rather than spending more and kind of, um, you know, redistributing funds this way and that way. And we talk about different creative ideas, not just that, that front end of the funnel, not just somebody clicking on an ad, yeah. but those, what about those people that clicked a year ago? You know how many people I sell or my staff sells cool sculpting or injectables to that they talked to a year or more ago. Those yeah. people come back, yeah, but I mean, not I mean, if you I mean, don't you reject. I, yeah. You and I have kind of dived into that data and we've seen that people opt into the funnel, but then they don't, they'll, they'll take six, nine, sometimes 12 months and sometimes even longer, right? You have that mm -hmm. one person that's just getting ready to make that purchase. So I think, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity there. And so I read, Sorry, I, I was going to say, I read a, a study and this did not have, it was not from our market, but there are very few studies that I can find on this market because it's, it's, you know, an infant anyway, but yeah. this study was based on, um, ticket value of around $5,000 salespeople were trying to sell a luxury item, um, worth about $5,000 and the majority of their customers were women. So this is a similar kind of product, whatever it was. Yeah. And it said on average that their customers researched their product for eight to 12 months before making that purchase. 
So where are they doing that research? A lot of people are clicking on ads the first time they think about it. Yeah. So that, that eight to 12 months of research that they're doing, well, what if I fed it to them? What if before they Googled it, I gave them the content, the FAQs, the information. And so that's what we focus on a lot lately. And for the past six months or so is kind of keeping them inside my space rather than yeah. out on the cool sculpting website or out on my competitors' websites. Yeah. And so, and that, and that's actually the, the really neat thing about what we're going to talk about today, because if you're generating leads, this is also a really great way to reactivate some of those leads that maybe haven't taken action, but they're in your front end of the funnel. And so this will work really well for that type of like audience, like the people that are just kind of hanging out there, but they haven't taken action. And it's going to work exceptionally well with the back end, like people who've already become patients, maybe they haven't come in in a while, or you know, you haven't, you know, whatever, it might, you might just have a really good promotion going on. And, you know, if somebody came in last week, might want to come in again, right? They, well, they and let me say this too. Cool sculpting patients, I, this is from my memory, so it's not, um, but they're handing out this slide at the new Cool Sculpting University stuff, and I see it through Allergam. Cool sculpting patients are very likely to treat more than once. Mm -hmm. So how many of those people that we treated will go to our competitor because they did some, you know, so nurturing those people in that sense too is very important. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, so talking about that, right. So we talked about the back end funnel and there's like, like, you know, so when you look at your, Wait, front end funnel, can, so yes, what's front end, what's back end. Let's yeah, yeah. Okay. That. So, so for those of you that are seeing us on video, I'm kind of making this little like hand sign, right. But think of an actual funnel, yeah, funnel, right. Right. And then it has usually has four stages, right. You have, I mean, it could be more, right. But usually it has your, your prospects, your appointments, your consults, and then your closes, right? And then so that's usually like what your funnel, front end funnel looks like. And those are prospects or new leads that you're getting in. You, you want to convert that prospect into an appointment. Now you need to see if that appointment actually shows. If mm -hmm. you do, then you had a consult with them. And if they bought, then they actually became a close. And that's you money coming into that, you know, funnel into your business, right? Now you also have your back end of funnel. So the back end funnel, think of it like flip the funnel. Like if you're imagining a funnel right now, just flip it in reverse. Okay. Because the goal at the end of the day is that still the money comes back into the center, you know, or goes back up, but it's just imagine a reverse, right? You have what I, I like to see. I mean, and you can look at it different ways. I like to say, obviously the first thing is your delivery, like delivery. Are you satisfying and delivering a good service, right? After somebody makes that purchase, you need to deliver. Mm -hmm. uh, beyond that, I want to say that I always am looking at like reviews. You know, how can we get more reviews? How can we get more people to come in and leave a, a great review? Um, and then also is uh, I, I, th that third one for me is reactivation. How can I get those people, those same people that bought to come back and buy 30 days, 60 days, 90 days later? or in beyond. Right. And then the last one is like, okay, well, how can I create raving fans? Like how can I get this one person to invite somebody else or invite one of their friends or share us one of our you know, family members, et cetera. So we can really uh, just grow that, you know, kind of exponentially, right. If we can really do that. So the piece that we're going to talk about today is the reactivation because it's a really easy way guys. Like, honestly, it's super simple. If you know the right strategy and the right tactics and you can do this, all you need really is a, a piece of software that, you know, that we have available that we can talk about. But the first thing is that, so I talked about the idea behind it, right? You want to, and then the reason why this works too really well is because 
these people already have a relation, you know, you already have a relationship with them. So they're actually going to be a lot easier for you to sell versus if you're bringing somebody from your front end, which is somebody that's cold, then obviously the sell is going to be a lot hotter. I mean, I'm sorry, harder. Mm. And for that, you need to talk to Cassie because she has a great system for that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the back end, the reason why this works really well is because these people are already your patients. They've already, you already have some type of relationship with them and they trust you. Um, so that's kind of the idea behind it. Now, the way that this works is by leveraging text message. Guys, if you guys are not using text message right now, you're missing out because text message has a 98% open rate. Yeah. Wait. People aren't using text message. Is that, is that real? Text messages in their business. <laughs> okay. So guys, like I, I read zero emails. I, I think I'm probably most people's target, you know, audience. I know I'm seeing the uh, Botox and all of that stuff targeting me. I don't read email. Like I, I will go through and find, you know, like scroll, find the important thing and trash everything else. Nobody opens email. What's a, what's a successful email campaign open rate? Uh, uh, yeah. Like 10%? Every, every, yeah. Like really yeah, every, successful. Yeah. Every business is different on their open rates. That's why it's all over the place. But statistically average, you're looking anywhere from like five, 15% is kind of yeah. like what uh, I see 7% on mine and I'll keep going, you know? So yeah. it's like if, if 98%, I mean, and that's, that's legit. Cause people hate that little reminder that says one, they're yeah. going to open your message. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, that's true. And so, and so that's the thing, like people are, people are seeing text messages and guys, I, maybe, maybe some of you might have like a text message appointment reminder where it just sends a one way text message. We're not talking about that. We're talking about two way text messaging. If you send out a text message, somebody can reply back to you and you can actually engage with them and have a conversation through that. So you need to use text message, right? So that's number one. Number two is that you need to come up with a really good offer. I mean, it's, it's, it's a no brainer. It comes without saying that if you want somebody to take action right now, and which is what we want them to do, um, you have to really put a good offer in front of them. Now you can leverage this for cool scoping and say, Hey, we have a, let's say right now, right now, during this time of the year we're we're March or actually we're February March 20th. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow will be March 1st and brilliant distinctions and Allergan has a great oh, promotion right. for cool scoping where they get $500 off. Right. You could send out, so that could be a really good offer. Hey, right now we have a, a $500 off gift card for cool scoping. Would you like to take advantage of it? And that's literally your text message. Now you can try with cool scoping and you'll get a percentage of people that will come back and make a purchase. But honestly, guys, where we've Very seen well, a lot yeah. a lot of more success in this is that if you just make it a no brainer by offering some type of cosmetic or laser service. If you can offer a service that's anywhere between, like honestly, just less than $100. Um, right now, we tested this. One of our clients, they're doing an $87 offer for a chemical peel and a dermaplane, right? And uh, that's actually working really, really well because you want to make it easy, guys. Like The goal really isn't to get them to buy that, invest on that $87. The goal is to get them back into the practice so yeah. that once you're there doing that consultation with them, you can upsell them or cross-sell them into any other service that's there available. Solomon membership. Mm -hmm. yeah, so we need to do a, an episode on memberships. Yeah, and we will, you know, I'm testing those still a little bit, but I'm really seeing, I'm, I'm getting some great data on memberships. But I wanna point out that I think a lot of times, okay, I know as a business owner, I get to a place where I'm like, okay, I need to make $5,000. So yeah. 
I can make $5,000 off one person. So I start blowing my database up with this $500 offer. Call now. We've only got five. But what happens is if I do something like that, um, I'm going to saturate my more valuable, like it's better for me. This is what I've learned. It's better for me to continually feed information on cool sculpting and higher priced services to those people that are inside the database, just continually giving them information and then give them an offer on something that's no brainer. Like, Oh yeah, I, I like these people. And I, I could totally take an hour off and spend 80 bucks or 90 bucks and go get it. And then during that facial is when the cool sculpting conversation and the relationship is growing because yeah. people don't make $5,000 purchases without trust. So exactly. it's like a, an indirect way, but always with that big sale at the end of the, at the, the goal being the, the end point of where we're going. Um, so staff making sure staff understands, like if this $87 facial comes in that we are always saying these things, talk tracks, whatever. Um, and well, actually, so that brings up a good point where guys, you need to, you need to stay tuned and listen to our next episode because Cassie's going to talk about sales and what to do after you run this reactivation campaign and you got in consults, and so that you guys don't drop the ball <laughs> or the yeah. bars and drop. Yeah. Not that. Well, that's, I don't know how many times I put effort into something and had a great idea and then push go on it. And I didn't do the, the, you know, foundation work, like talking yeah. to staff training, walking them through whatever the funnel looks like. So they understand the consumer viewpoint. Um, and then it's just wasted effort, you know, cause yeah. people call and there's confusion and then they're like, okay, let me call you back. And it's just too much. So do always, whenever, any kind of efforts going forth needs some sort of structure to make sure that we're not wasting that effort. For sure. For sure. And so let me talk a little bit about like how we usually structure this. So guys, we don't, it's not like an email blast where like an email blast, you just send it out to your entire database. The way that we do this is very um, structured. Whereas like we say, okay, well let's send out a text message uh, broadcast to 50 people every single day for the next, let's say two to four weeks or something like that, promoting this one offer. And you'll get a really good response rate. Now, like for example, um, like the way you would structure a message is actually very easy. And guys, again, it has to be personalized. So that's mm -hmm. also very important. So you can personalize it with specific software that we have available. And I might do a training later on kind of walking you guys through that software, but basically say, Hey, Luis, or, you know, hey, Cassie, we have an amazing uh, promotion going on right now for $87. You can get a chemical peel plus something else or, or you know, I don't know, a facial or any, something else. Right. Give them the price, though, because people don't want to know percentages off. People don't want to know the people right. want to be clear, clear cut, how much they're going to spend. And that's the thing. You want to avoid any back and front conversation, back yeah. and forth conversations where it's like, well, how much is it going to cost? You know what I mean? Like they yeah. know up front how much it's going to cost. And then you give them a direct call to action that says, if you're interested, just text back with yes. Like that's all they have to do with like, you know, and because that way you want to make it easy for them. So then right. once they say yes, then just have the conversation with them to get them yeah. scheduled. Right. right. Honestly, right. guys. Um, so what we've seen is that we'll get about a three to 5%. Depends on how good the offer is. Like we'll see it from anywhere, actually three to 11% of people responding. And then from there, it just depends on how good you are at getting them into your appointments and then how good your show rate is. But here's the thing, because they already have a relationship with them, the show rates are going to be really high and it's most likely that they'll buy. But then two, it's very important that you have the track in the back end so that you can actually have that conversation with them so that they can actually 
buy something else, right? I'm all excited over here. You can't, I don't know how many people are watching versus listening, but I'm like, oh my gosh, because we're starting this for my own business, this reactivation kind of thing. And when you tell me those numbers, so first off, we know referral numbers is better than people who don't know us, but a lot of the reactivation stuff are really people who just clicked and never got to know us. So three yeah. to seven, is that what you said? Three to 7%? So it's three to 11 when you're doing like to your own database. And again, that number is going to, depend on how good your offer is right, right. So but, is but so when i used to do um direct mail and i i do a little direct mail but i is it's very difficult to find accurate numbers with direct mail um but what i kind of my litmus test for if i would run that mail again would be if i got over a two percent response rate yeah. that doesn't mean show up i'd like two two out of a hundred I want them to call. And many times it was much less than that off of a direct mail campaign. So um, if I can get 11% of people to text back, oh my gosh, that's great. And 50 a day, you know, that's, that's two or three a day, right? So it's yeah. not overwhelming. It's not anything that is crazy, but it gives some opportunity. And that's the thing, like, I mean, you know, 50, 50 a day is a good number. You can do a little bit more like 100 a day because you also want to be careful because uh, the, the systems like the phone number companies will actually a lot of times block you if you're doing just too many blasts, right? Yeah. You're spamming. Yeah. We don't want to do that. Again, this is a personalized text message, guys. It's not a text message. When I've talked to people about it before, they're like, oh, I hate those messages where it's like, you know, text back this code or this number. It's not right. that, guys. It's a personalized text message. And I mean, and it just, it works really, really well, you know? And so yeah. uh, the other thing is that I should have mentioned that in the beginning, obviously it goes without saying that this works if you have a good database. If you don't have a database, unfortunately it might not work, but you can start to build a database, right? So you should always well, make sure that when people come in, you get their emails and their phone numbers. I know yes. A beautiful thing about a small database is the, the um, freedom to be very personalized. So using, um, using platforms like BombBomb. I use a lot of that, you know, personalization, videos of me telling you about this special offer or whatever. That's great. But if I can like, if my database is small enough and I can go one by one by one by one and invite people to an online event or whatever, people, when I had only 200 names, that was actually beauty because those 200 people really, really liked me because I was so desperate that I was doing everything, giving them amazing value. And yeah. they were gonna be likely to not only, here's something people don't do, and this is health club stuff, not only give me their phone number, name, email address, let me put them on in my database, but it only takes, and I've got my girls asking this now, it only takes you asking, hey, Ms. Jones, you know what, I upgraded your facial today, or I upgraded your service, and I'm not gonna charge you for that. All I'm gonna ask you for is three names and numbers of friends who you think might also enjoy this offer. Um, when people are in front of you and, and conversing, it's very easy to add to your database without even really talking to people, you know, like they can opt out. But a lot of times somebody sitting in front of you knows five people who want that same thing that they just got and are very willing to help you grow that database. So smaller database is great with quantity comes less quality every time. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a really good point. And, uh, and I, something else that I want to highlight too, is that, cause I've spoken to a lot of people and they're like, well, I already exhausted my database guys. I'm telling you, you have not exhausted your database. A lot of people think that they have because maybe they've sent out emails. If it's the same email, like once a month, then yes, your yeah. database is you tired know? of hearing from you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's like, it's like, 
there's still so like a lot of people are sitting on a gold mine. Like I have clients and I've spoken, I know there's practices out there that are probably listening that have tens, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 people in their database. And honestly, you guys are sitting on a gold mine because if yeah. you leverage that correctly, you can really get people. And that's the thing. A lot of times people just send, they think that they've exhausted it because they send out an email and it doesn't work. A lot of the times it's just because you're sending out a bad email. Like it's just not a way. Yeah. Um, if it, if email titles, uh, the subject line, here's something I heard lately and you can verify if this, if you think this is accurate. Well, the subject line is obviously the most important line of your email. Um, and a lot of spam, um, programs and stuff will pick up if you use certain words in your subject line and send you yeah. straight to trash. So oftentimes people are sending out emails saying I'm not getting a response and it's because it all went into spam folders from their Yeah, clients. you gotta be careful about that too because like- uh, Anything like savings or off or discount, if you're not on their contact list, oftentimes they won't see it. Yeah, um, yeah that's true. And then the second most important line in the email, I was told at, you know, I just did CSU Marketing Mastery, by the way, the MBA, the first MBA marketing course on the East Coast. So there were only 20 people and I was invited and that was a great honor. But they said that the second most important line was the PS line. That's the other line that people read in your email. Yeah. Like they scroll to the bottom and read PS. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. We always use them, I know, but I didn't know why. So. <laughs> yeah, we use them all the time in marketing emails. Uh, and so, and that's the, and I guess that kind of is a good leeway into my third point, which is like, you can also supplement this with an email, but guys, it has to be a very specific type of email. Like it's, it really just goes back down to copywriting, like direct response type of writing and, and giving them a clear, simple call to action. And usually like, cause a lot of times people say like, Oh, if you send an email, like there's a promotion, give us a call or, or, you know, visit this website and schedule or something like that. Mm -hmm. But honestly, the easiest thing you can do is create a specific landing page. I want to say a mini website for, you know, just a single page site and send them to that site and then have an opt-in form that is very simple and have them opt in because once you get an opt in, then you'll get the notification that that person was interested. Your staff can call them and follow up with them. Or if you have a CRM, which is what Cassie and I always talk about, you can enter them into your nurturing sequence. And then now you have an automatic, an automatic way of following up with them so they can schedule their appointment. And so that way you create efficiency in your business. So let me ask you this, and maybe you can just ponder it because I think what you just did was, okay, from my perspective, you're like, Okay, everything sounded like I could do it myself. And then you start talking about this microsite, website, yeah, yeah, landing yeah. page. And I'm like, oh, shit, I can't do that. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> there are no children here. That's all so, right. Um, is that something that you would do for somebody just without like an agency, like contract binding anything, but maybe like as a test run, like we were kind of talking about where, yeah. you know, like, like I can do my own reactivation campaign, it sounds like with a little bit of guidance but I can't really build that microsite. I don't think it's a really time consuming thing. That might be a really good launch for some people who are listening, who are kind of scared to, to jump forward with, you know, big costs. Yeah. So, so reach out to us guys. I mean, you know, we, we have like, kind of like a, like a, a structure that we know that works so we can just easily implement that for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and then really all it takes is just have like, especially for the text message campaign, it just takes the software for the text messages, which honestly you should just get it because 
your clients deserve it. <laughs> is it like sales message? Like that kind of, is that what you mean by software? Yeah. Yeah. So there's like specific okay. softwares out there that you can do two way text messaging. We actually have one that, that, you know, that we've kind of been working on as well. So that's something that we can, uh, I'll do. With I, I will say sales message is not HIPAA compliant. I know that's one that kind of people go back and forth to. I used it for a while, just keeping, you know, conversations non-medical on there. Um, but there was a lot of, I don't know if maybe they've grown, but there was a lot of confusion. Sometimes the texts weren't going out correctly. Um, yeah. So I don't, I, I'm on sales message. Yeah. <laughs> There's so a better you option. Be than... careful about which software you use. Or you want to make sure it works. But I guess that, I mean, and then the HIPAA compliance is like a big issue right now. Honestly, I'd say that a lot of softwares aren't HIPAA compliant, but really the goal in the text message is not to get into this conversation where they're like, right. you know, obviously pouring their heart out and telling you every single thing that's wrong. Their with medical them. history. Right. Just a quick way to kind of get in touch with them. And even if it gets to that point, Hey, I can't. And then like you being able to stop that conversation, like, Hey, let's get for hip reasons. Let's right. Let's not consult because you know, we like, it's just yeah. going to be better that way. You know, I will say, um, I, I know HIPAA comes up a lot when market, like when we're doing marketing and I talk to different physicians, obviously a lot of physicians are liabilities minded and I get that. Yeah. Um, HIPAA protects our patients. So if someone, um, engages in any kind of online, like, like submission of an, like enters into a contest or for a free gift card, or they submit their information like that. I'm pr I, I feel confident in my own business that that is not a HIPAA situation. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, yeah. That was actually, they're not, yeah. Well, because if they're not a patient of yours, then it, it doesn't fall into any issue where like right. it's, it has to be HIPAA compliant. So if they become a patient and they shared medical history on a sale, yeah. on a text message platform and it's still there and it gets out of then Yeah. So um, I did regular just deleting of messages, making sure that we didn't get into medical conversations. But again, the text message is not really like, we don't want to have a full conversation in text. Yes. The text message, the goal, the, the sale, the close on a text message is a call. Yes. Yeah. The close on the call is the consult. The close yeah. on the consult is and, the same. And yeah. And, and I know that's something you do really, really well because you train your staff where it's like the, the text message is there to facilitate a communication. But the goal of that is to get them on the phone and get them in for, you know, a consult, right? Ideally it would be the phone because you, a phone call will always trump the text message, like an actual yeah. interaction that's more you, human, yeah. you know, yeah. like that's personal will always trump something digital. Um, and then obviously once they come in and see you face to face and that trumps obviously the phone call, right? So that's the way you should think about it. Like the goal of everything should be level up, the phone, yeah. get them in the, get them into the store, have that consultation, you know, and so on and so forth. Right? And I, I, this is a little off topic, but I was, um, working with this doctor's office this week. I think it's important to celebrate each of those wins because the, like you said, the funnel that looks kind of like a figure eight, like an hourglass think of like sand you know, going in one direction or the other, it's not like you don't really, it's always nice to meet somebody who doesn't know you and they buy $20,000, but quite often that person doesn't come back. And so the person who came in and bought $1,200 or $100 that comes and sees you regularly over time, that lifetime value can actually trump that person who spent a whole lot all at once. So it's, if we look at it, like the goal of the text message is not a sale. The goal of the text message is a phone call and take baby steps like that. It becomes less overwhelming for people who are not sales oriented to manage these sales kinds of systems. Yeah. And, um, and it gives us an opportunity to kind of celebrate the small wins. And I think that's yeah. important. 
Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Um, so, okay, so just to, you know, uh, uh, track everything that we kind of talked about. And uh, again, guys, you can easily run a text message uh, broadcast, or I, I like to call them a patient database reactivation campaigns, leveraging text message and email. And you can get people, you can get consultations. I'll say that. I won't say an influx of cash. You can get consultations because obviously you yeah. have to make sure that people are buying. That's right. you but, to get the influx of cash. But, uh, you know, we kind of named that a little, that's a little bit of a, a teaser anyway, because <laughs> the goal should not be an influx of cash, really. Yeah. Even though it is always right, <laughs> but, an influx of appointments. You know, yes, an influx of text, an influx yeah. of opportunity. Yes, of opportunities. Yeah, and that's really, really good. And so here's the thing, guys. Like, if you implement this, like, I like it's worked for us every single time. As long as you have a really good offer, the offer is essential. And anytime a marketing campaign, when you work with anybody, they'll always tell you that the offer is like eighty percent of the game. A lot of the times, you can have I bad copy, you can have bad images, you can have bad all these a website. But if you have a really good offer, a lot of the times that will yeah, help supplement everything else that's bad. No, it's true. And then and I, I think that 90% of it is what you do with what you grow. So if you grow 10 more leads, 10 people who submitted their information and you don't follow up with them regularly, um, you don't invite them and in, they fall through the cracks. Your team tells them something that is maybe not completely aligned with what they read online. That happens a whole lot. Like, um, so I think 80% is the sales and how the, the, how the office handles it, um, seamlessly and hopefully fluidly. And as a team, yeah. um, cause it's really like, these are, I'm very excited by the way, cause yeah, these are yeah, coming yeah, into yeah, my so office right now. Sense. Maybe, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I just got a text that they did a $13,000 sale. Interesting yeah. to see if this is a reactivation yeah person. Yeah, me, yeah find out let me know yeah we're yeah. excited oh uh, yeah that's a really nice that's a really nice sell <laughs> yeah oh yeah i was very happy with it uh so that's pretty much it guys go ahead and watch the episode again rewatch it yeah gather all those tidbits and if you have questions reach out to us if you have questions about the software uh we actually been working on a software that we can definitely get you guys on and uh, I'll do a training on it probably later in the group. Uh, so if you're not on the Facebook group, make sure you join us because there's exclusive content that we're going to be releasing on there really, really soon. And again, guys, if you have any questions about anything else, let us know. Uh, review the episode on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're watching it. Uh, but thank you so much for being on today. And yeah, catch us up on our Facebook. See you next week. And see you next week. Don't miss it because Cassie's going to talk about the, it's kind of like a two-part episode where Cassie's going to talk about once you've implemented this campaign, you've gotten people in, what do you do next? Like, how do you make sure that your staff is really on point? And let's protect the investment yeah, yes, yes. with sales, with good structure and sales follow-throughs. Awesome. All right. Till next time. Catch you guys then. Bye-bye.